Dracula. You're gonna sing Dracula. <laughs> I, 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 um, no, I can't. I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> Dig through the ditches and burn. With another word that rhymes. Dracula. <laughs> I love that music video when I was in college. I was like, this music video is awesome. I love Rob Zombie. And then when he, when he was like announced that he was making a movie and he was making a horror film yeah we all my friends were like yes this is gonna be awesome and it's called house of thousand corpses or as i just called it earlier house of one thousand corpses <laughs> that's how it's written it's, it's very written. proper it's 1, house of yeah. one thousand corpses that's right it says one thousand this is true it is one thousand yeah, corpses you have just written out thousand if that's the how they want it to be read <laughs> Am I not, am I wrong, Tracy? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So today is October 25th, y'all, and that's right. We're talking about House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie, um, which I will I will just go ahead and admit that this is on the list mainly because of me. This is probably one where where Minky and I are split a tiny bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, it came out in 2000 and what three? 2003. Yeah, 2003. Which. Also, I just wanted to acknowledge that we've been pretty good about jumping through the decades, right? Like I know you always say that I tend to go so old school, but we, we've been jumping around the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, so I'm happy about that. Um, yeah. And yeah. It's, but, you, and it's, you, 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 but you didn't do that. I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But I, I realized it as I was looking at all my notes um, earlier today. But yeah, yeah. So House of a Thousand Corpses came out, and I too was a Rob Zombie fan. Um, Mark, Rob Zombie, Mark. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and when I found out he was making a really creepy movie that was clearly kind of emulating some themes and stuff from other horror movie classics, I was totally mm -hmm. all in. Um, Exploitation. Yeah, and you know, I a lot of his film, a lot of his videos were sort of. On that, you know, kind of skated on that mm -hmm. theme too. Yeah, yeah. So it was only a matter of, I guess, time. You totally. Know, that he was gonna go. Yeah. Go. <laughs> go make a movie. Go make a yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, and um, the reason why it should be on this list, and one would argue, is that apparently I found so, what Halloween. This is classified as a Halloween horror exploitation film. So the fact that it's, it's classified as a Halloween yeah. horror means it has to be on this list. Because um, it's because it's set on Halloween, is it not? So it starts on on the eve of Halloween. So Halloween, ah. All Hallows Eve, or so, or whatever the night before Halloween is, and then <laughs> yeah, when the night turns over, the night before Halloween. That's <laughs> is it? Is All Hallows Eve? Am I an idiot? Is All Hallows Eve Halloween night? Oh. Or is it oh. the night before Halloween? Oh my God, I should know it's, this. It's night before Halloween. I'm having old brain right now. But, okay, but that's not. But that's not when you go trick or treating. You go trick or treating on Halloween. Halloween, right? Yeah. So basically, the movie is on is spent over one night and then a and, and then another day and night. So the night that the movie starts is on the night before Halloween. And um, so yeah. So and to your point, he was obviously in the music industry and he had um, some, I think some connections at like Universal Studios or whatever. And he floated an idea for a movie and they were kind of like, put a script together. 
Um, so he wrote a 12 page write up of an idea for this film and they, they, and they greenlit it. They were like, sure, let's do it. Um, yeah, totally. 12 pages. That's all it took for him to get a movie approved. Yeah. Shoot. I know. I'm like, what was going on in the early 2000s where all you had to do was pitch a movie in 12 pages, but that's connection, right? You know, and I will say this, even though it's on the list and I will, I will support it and say, I enjoy it. Um, that it's it's a it's a remodel of you know other films that inspired him. So it probably wasn't hard to get it passed by Hollywood because there was nothing untraditional or new about it, right? So when they looked at the script, it was like, sure, yeah, you follow some tropes, you follow some formats, you follow some um, storylines that we're familiar with, and you're just going to make it like super creepier, right? Because you're Rob Zombie. <laughs> um, and then yeah, he was given like, dude. You wrote Dragula. That's, right. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. So he, what was it? We read it. I don't have it in front of me, but he got something like seven million, six million, something like that to do it. Apparently he spent all the money, got up until the end and apparently the end totally sucked and Universal was like, mm, no, you need to go back and reshoot the ending. So he admitted it was because he didn't have enough cash. So they gave him more money and he reshot the entire ending. So, which is pretty funny. Um, but it says he bought the film back, like from who? From the uh, original, um, uh, 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 whatever studio. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, I wonder how many people have seen this. I feel like it, it definitely didn't get the best reception when it first came out, but it, it. I think you know, folks like me who went and saw it. I'm certainly one of the followers of this movie and i also really like devil's rejects which is the the sequel to the movie do you like that movie devil's rejects minky no no okay it was okay it's better than a very different movie it's almost like night and day this is a wildly different film than devil's rejects even though it has all the same character mainly the same characters it's um a very very different storytelling it uses a different storytelling mechanism so and, and let's, let's so let's talk about it. Like this movie yeah. has a totally like random fucking feel to it. Like it's um, there's a storyline, but Rob Zombie has decided. Oh, and this was his as we said it. It was his first time making a film, so I think he was kind of trying different things. So he was filming um, random footage in his basement on weekends with friends and stuff, and then his wife Sherry Moon Zombie, who's the kind of the the lead female villain in the movie um so he was like filling uh, filming random stuff in his basement on downtime and using it as footage that uh would be like cutaway shots from the actual film right so some of it was like flashbacks some of it were like flashes to what might be happening in another room um adjacent to the story some of it was just like weird shit you know like skeletons and strange things um and, it, you know, I think the jolting kind of pattern of that was part of why I actually liked this because it was a little different for the time. And um, but, yeah, it's a little it's a little like, oh, is that is that was that really his intention or was it just because he was a little sloppy as a first time director? I don't uh, know. Mixture of both, I'm sure. It's a combination of both. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I my opinion of Rob Zombie is I think he's a really good art director. Right, mm-hmm. like he mm-hmm. knows exactly sort of the f- you know look and feel of the film that he's going for, 
but right. just you know but as a i don't know a storyteller i think he's probably in the lower mediocre to lower sure. yeah tier right yeah uh, i mean that's how i that's how i think um yeah. but i mean i think he makes a <laughs> i mean his films definitely has a look um yeah they all have you know um certain like you know maybe because they all use what's his um, wife's name sherry moon sherry moon zombie because they all have her in it but they all definitely have a specific style style yeah yeah. and then you can be like oh it's a rob zombie film you know and he's like yeah you know it's well when he remade yeah one and two yeah and i didn't like those at all now that's a whole other story but like right. to me those those movies definitely were different than this but i see what you're saying about his style and mm-hmm. that's that's definitely true yeah and and that's um, and it's and him going into a storied franchise and then trying to like it's it's i'm sure it's, it's a mixture of like i'm bringing in my style but at the same time i have to work with a certain brand's aesthetics you know mm-hmm. and yeah. probably doesn't work really well by the way, I I don't think course. I meant I don't think I mentioned this, but yeah. the reason the reason why he had a connection to Universal Studios mm-hmm. was because he was um he was like making a haunted house attraction, I think, oh. and that's where he got the idea for this film, which is I think that's kind of cool too. He was like, oh yeah, I'm Rob Zombie, I'm going to make a haunted house attraction for Universal, and then from there he was like, what about a crazy movie about? Kind of a haunted, kind of a a, a haunted attraction, you know, yeah. like a bizarro world, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the movie itself, to me, um, is just kind of fun. It starts off appealing to people like me who are into kind of weird, macabre stuff because it's these four young people, like two couples, basically guy, girl, guy, girl in a car. And it's set, it's setting place in the seventies because they totally pepper everything. Like every chance they can get, they do a throwback to kind of the Manson family. They talk about how, you know, I think early in the movie, they even talk about how the Manson family girls were just arrested. And one of them makes a joke about how hot they are. And, um, anyway, so it's like they, these four, these two, I'm sorry, four people are driving, cross country to find weird roadside attractions and they happen to find this one attraction that kind of starts the whole movie and you realize like shit is fucked up (laughs) um but it's it's where uh sid haig the actor who plays um the big clown guy dr spaulding right dr spaulding he has this like roadside attraction where he sells like fried chicken but then he has all types of like weird oddities and then even like a a haunted horror house ride which is like my favorite thing ever um, so that's kind of where it starts, but and before you see the four teenagers or whatever they—they're not teenagers, but like the the young couple show up, you see a really weird scene that gets you into the spirit of like, oh, stuff's about to go down because Captain Spaulding is having like a random conversation with a weird kind of backwoods redneck dude, and these two guys come in to rob Doctor or Captain—I keep calling him Doctor, it's Captain Spaulding. They come in to try to rob this guy, and they get their like heads blown off because. Captain Spaulding like opens, you know, takes out a huge shotgun and he's like, you just fucked with the wrong, you know, whatever. And it gets like gory really quickly. So you know that Captain Spaulding has a wild side to him and he's like cleaning up the blood of these two people, these two robbers that he just killed when the two couples come in. So you're like, oh, okay. He's got, he's got like this weird roadside attraction, but he's also a murderer. 
Um, and he definitely was not just protecting himself. Like he had no qualms about killing these people and cleaning up after them. Um, and then it just gets crazy from there because it's very kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre-like where, mm. you know, you've got these people who stumble across. Because in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course, there's a similar setup, right? Like there's these people – there's yeah. a – what, like a gas station and you realize that they're selling meat and stuff. And then I kind of want to say they're the people that drive. Isn't the the people at the gas station, like, it's like, what do they call it in Cabin in the Woods? Like the harbinger. It's like, there's always some warning that maybe you shouldn't go any further down the road, you know? And Captain Spaulding, as, as he uh, has his like horror, what, what is it called? Like the haunted house ride in the back of his thing. Of course, the two dudes want to take the haunted house ride and the two women are like, come on, can we just get back in the car and go? But they're all into it. And when they get back there, you know, it's like fun and, you know, wax museum kind of like about Ted Bundy and Ed Gein and all these people. But then they talk about this uh, character that's made up for the movie called Dr. Satan. And so Dr. Satan is um, – some like a, a creature basically that in the movie, you know, the mythology is that everybody knows about him just as much as they know about Ted Bundy. And of course, these guys are like, where's where's Dr. Satan's like tree? There's some famous tree around here. And so Captain Spaulding's like, yeah, I can tell you how to get there. So, you know, it's kind of <laughs> you're like you're watching up. this. You're, you're watching this and you're movie. like, don't go. No, I'm not going to, but I'm just saying like <laughs> – this is what lured me in because the whole beginning, I'm like, Ugh, it's it's the total setup, right? You're like, don't listen to where this guy's going to tell you to go. Like, we know some shit is fucked up. We don't really know why yet. And of course, shit is fucked up. But um, yeah, no, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But basically, <laughs> it's like they also use the hitchhiker trope, right? Like, which is we also see in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, then they're driving and they see Sherry Moon Zombie. And she's like, so she, I had never known her before. And and she's super. She was super hot, right? She has this she's like. All in his music. She was in his music music videos. Yeah, but I didn't really like know her. And then yeah. in the movie, she plays this complete maniac, right? And so she's so cute. She's really skinny. She has an amazing body, really long curly blonde hair, but she's got this like pip squeaky, terribly crazy high pitched voice. So she's like cutesy and her name is Baby, but she's a horrendous, like horrific maniac murderer, you know? Um, So I remember going home and feeling a weird sense because of her character. I don't know if you had that at all, but I did. So uh, did, like, did you have that weird feeling about Sherry Moon Zombie when you? No, no. I just I, I've seen, uh, I've known who she was, and I've you know seen her in a lot of his music videos. And no, you know, I know, I know. But what I just attractive. said was like her, no, but her I, pip squeaky nature. Like, isn't that a weird thing? That's what I'm saying. Like that, but yeah, that didn't yeah throw me off. Maybe I was no. mesmerized by uh, her beauty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, gross? so then. <laughs> No, except perhaps. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then they do like another – they do like a couple things that you see too. It's like, okay, it's Halloween night. And so this whole fucked up family that these couples kind of stumble upon because, oh, they they picked up a hitchhiker. They get a flat tire. They have to spend some weird time having a weird family dinner that's also very reminiscent of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But they're with this group of really rando people in the backwoods. And um, it's – it's like not gonna go well, you know that. So, I mean, so the whole you know, bottom line, you liked it, right? Generally, if okay, if you had to, yeah. if I said, if you had to give it a number rating, oh right? god, I don't know yet. I what do you mean yet? What does that mean? 
Well, like just, what? Why just, do I gotta give it a number rating? I know you don't have to. I'm just giving you a hypothetical. I'm just saying. Oh, I don't know. I haven't really rated the other ones, so I don't I know, know. But it, it's, what I, here, it's, it doesn't have to be about the other ones. I'm just saying. Just, here's just what I think is different about it. What I, I was trying to give the setup that it's like a classic movie, but then all of a sudden, three quarters of the way into the film, a tide changes and it becomes like a whole other just, film that just, adds in like the supernatural thing, which is why I kind of liked it. Right. So just play along with me. Just give me like one through ten. Give me a number. Six. 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 Got it. Yeah. What about you? Uh, three, three, cool. three or four around there. You're, Maybe a four, but fun. three. You're cool. fun. Why? Whatever. <laughs> you knew I didn't like this film very much. Okay, whatever. Um, so what are some standout moments? Some standout moments. What's the guy from the wait, office? Wait, no, why? Why is it whatever? It's I mean whatever. It's it's it's, it's okay. I mean it's okay. It's not the okay. So okay. A lot of Rob, Rob Zombie films aren't. Although I haven't seen his latest, Thirty One. Okay. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Um, what is the guy's name from The Office? Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson's yeah. in it. Yeah. And at some point, he gets killed and gets turned into um by Bill Mosley, who's kind of like the Charles Manson of the group. He's totally a ripoff of Charles Manson, but he winds up turning um Rain Wilson into what's it called? Fish Boy. It's like fish man. He's he's basically like killing people and turning them into creations. And apparently the the movie or the makeup took like forever. But, and it was like really hot and stuff. But yeah, no, Walton, it's like a totally Walton, ridiculous scene. Walton Goggins is in, uh, he's in this too. I didn't know that. Who? Walt, Walton Goggins Jr. He's the guy from, um, I like the actor a lot. He's um he's from Vice Principals on HBO. Oh yeah, no, he's the um he's like the sheriff's deputy. So when the sheriff and the sheriff's deputy finally um finds the the house, you know, this family's crazy house because there there's also like missing cheerleaders throughout the movie that we see that they're killing and torturing. Um, so they stumble across the house and that guy that you just named. There's actually that's another really good scene in the movie, um that I thought was pretty fascinating. He sees um, that that stuff's about to go down. Like the sheriff and the sheriff's deputy is like knocking on the door. Sheriff goes in and he's getting swooned by um, Karen Black, who plays Mother Firefly. And uh, all of a sudden she pulls out a gun and shoots the sheriff. And so when the deputy knows that stuff's about to go down, he turns around and Bill Mosley, who plays like the Charles Manson guy, pulls a gun to his head and... This is a cool moment of the film. This is different too. Um, they bring the camera up like a drone shot almost. I don't know how they, I don't know if they had a drone back then, but they pull the camera up in the sky and it is a full 26 seconds with no sound or anything. And you kind of feel like something's messing up, like there's a glitch in the movie, mm -hmm. but they just want to pull out that dread so much. And um, it takes 26 seconds for Bill Mosley to shoot that guy. And kill him. And it's like you're watching it from a bird's eye view. And again, I don't know. Like, does it fit in the rest of the movie? What's the point? All I know is I kind of like that scene. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a cool one. But. Yeah. So anyway, that was House of 1000 Courses. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you were the worst. Oh, God. I'm going to do I'm going to be a, 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 a what do we call it? A, 
I'm what, gonna what, lip noodle. What, what? I'm gonna be a lip noodle on the next what episode. He's making a new one. New movie. Great. Let's talk about every other movie on this episode besides the one that we're talking yeah. about, Mickey. We're talking about, we're talking about Rob <laughs> Zombie though. Yeah. He's making a sequel to your favorite, Devil's Rejects. That one that one is like a totally hard to watch movie at times. That one definitely made me feel gross about myself, but not about myself. I just felt gross inside. <laughs> um, well, anyway, whatever. It's got some good creepy atmosphere. Sherry Moon Zombie plays some super weird character that I hadn't really seen before. The like weird, there's a moment where like the a poor girl has to see her dad's face on Bill Mosley's face and then he kisses her with it. It's gross. Like you get a gross out factor. You get everything you want for Halloween. Okay, Minky. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it like... Trick or it, treat, bitch. If, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of like, the theme that it, I, I feel like Rob Zombie's horror film theme, Um, I, it's like, <laughs> they're like, they're like redneck horror, sort of, kind of like back... <laughs> well, this whole, this whole group, that's what it's about. That's exactly what I know. What it's I'm, about. I'm talking about all of his other films. They got that look oh. and feel too, like... No, you no. know, Devil's Rejects and like Lords of Salem, whatever, whatever that's called. Three from I Hell. literally have not watched the other ones. Yeah, three. <laughs> it's kind of it's like I don't like. We should watch Red Thirty Neck, One sometime now. Do type, you know. Look, it's his thing. I get it. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah, Dracula. I don't know. Make that I movie. think he did something. You should make that movie, <laughs> Dracula. Just Dracula the movie. Yeah. I'll watch it. Whatever. I'll watch. Whatever. It. But. This was a mess of an episode. I apologize, people. <laughs> <laughs> Minky. Minky. Just totally ruined this one. Everyone, <laughs> go go rent um, House of 1000 Corpses. Oh, my God. Uh, apparently, apparently uh, Rob Zombie has gone on to dismiss the film following its release, saying, the first film I directed, which people seem to love, is just a calamitous mess. Ah, <laughs> see? Well, when it came out, it me. seemed like everyone, he goes, well, when it came out, it seemed like everyone hated it. Now everyone acts like it's beloved in some way. All I see is flaw upon flaw upon flaw upon flaw. Yes. I like it. <laughs> Rob. This is this is why bad movies have cult followings, though. That's what I'm trying to say. There's elements to like about it. It doesn't mean it's a great movie. It means that it's a fun time. Well, That's you, why it's on this you, list, you, bitches. You, oh, just a few seconds ago, you said this was a ranking. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said no. I said I originally had things in ranking order. Oh my god! Will you stop playing things? Hey, listen, what is this? It's illegal. On the, it's copyright. On the 30 seconds. Uh, oh, whatever. Well, anyway, the uh, there is apparently, okay, I didn't know this. Um, there was a seasonal haunted house attract, attraction at Universal Studios, Hollywood. Based on this? Mm-hmm. No. They bought it, Maybe. I guess they were like, man, what am I, what am I? might as well use it. <laughs> <laughs> all the props they have for the movie they like just throw it in in one room yeah just throw it in one. all right listen let's wrap this one up <laughs> i feel like a corpse right now oh i'm this, sorry all right this, this is to- totally ruined this for me she's whatever angry one is tracy 
Uh, Goodbye. And <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.